Hey. Hi. Welcome, Welcome to back. episode seven of the Hell Money Podcast. Welcome to, uh, yeah, this this episode, it's going to be about Bitcoin maxi culture. That's right. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's a pretty loose Yeah, pretty loose. Here. I mean, do we really want to get into it? Don't we have like Italy to talk about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we have a lot to talk about. Well, I mean, this episode definitely will be somewhat unstructured because mm-hmm. I'm still jet lagged. I just got back from Europe. Right. Yeah. She smells like cannolis. Yeah, hence why we released episode zero, the forgotten lost. Yeah, episode. we had to dig back into the archives to make sure that you got your fix of that. Our forty subscribers got their fix of how many podcast month content it's hump every day. Wednesday. Yeah, it's yeah. hump day. You got to. So you needed to get over get over the hump. <laughs> yeah, so we're recording again. I just got back yesterday. Um, yeah, I had an amazing time. How was uh, Italy? It was awesome. I went to like the Roman ruins, mm-hmm. like the, I didn't realize that like, there's a whole like area yeah, that just is in like, the middle of Rome. That's like untouched grassland and like, not really grassland, but like just archeological digs. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it was buried completely, mm-hmm. which yeah, right, I also, right. it's like impossible for me to understand how like Rome ended mm-hmm. and then everyone just was like. And like, it was just like covered in dirt. Yeah, this is the crazy. And you see all of those, like, I I remember at a family friend's house when I was a kid, he had all of these, um, like, um, etchings or engravings, Mm -hmm. like European, like engravings. And they showed the, this dilapidated Rome, like this dark ages of Rome. Like mm-hmm. Rome went from being a city of like, I think at least a million people. It was people, a million people, yeah. Down to like a village of a few thousands. That, I don't understand why they wouldn't like still use these like giant buildings. Like the giant buildings were literally just like buried. Like I, I don't understand how like it went from being like a town square uh-huh. to being like Let's just not touch that area. I, I mean, like, it's I think so it's, pristine. Yeah, it's crazy. They, they just take so much upkeep. Like, I mean, who's gonna like upkeep the yeah. you know the the Colosseum and like I don't know are people really gonna live in the Colosseum? I think people did live in the Colosseum. Yeah. For, so I think for a while, like during the decline and sort of like transitioning out of the decline, the mm-hmm. Colosseum was used for like multi purposes. Like you could like rent like a couple of the rooms at the bottom because mm-hmm. they had all these like get a cells. hoe and like go to. No, no, not like a hotel, but like a place to like keep your animals. No, I said to get a hoe and then go to, go to the Coliseum. Like a woman? Yeah, like a woman. <laughs> like, like rent, like a, by that, by the hour, you know? No, but the, it wasn't like that kind of renting room. It was like, I need a place to put my cows. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Cause yeah. they had all these cells. Cause they had right. all the places yeah. where like the animals. I don't know if they the put cows eaters. in cells. Well, like it was like a stable, you know, it'd be like uh, yeah, a secure yeah, yeah. place to like keep your yeah, livestock yeah, 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 yeah. or like protect yeah, them. Yeah. Like, so for a while, I think like the Coliseum at least had like some sort of purpose mm-hmm. and use yeah. after like the fall or like yeah. during the fall. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, like all of these insane like temples and palaces mm-hmm. and yeah. everything just yeah. like completely Nobody used them, just covered in dirt. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's wild. I think that's so fascinating to think about like what used to be the major city mm-hmm. of this empire going to like nothing yeah like, just like farmers you know and like some dude like watching a sheep like his elbow resting on like this giant statue of Her- hercules right like what would even be like i because also you know obviously the whole time i was thinking like oh i feel like i'm in the empire of rome like mm-hmm. living in america and like someday it will fall like mm-hmm. maybe i feel like we're in like the transition like the pax romana like the mm-hmm. 200 years or whatever yeah like Rome's, the pax like, pax the americana best. Right? I feel like Pax Americana was like shorter, but it was like from like the 40s or mm-hmm. 50s, like post World War II to yeah. like 
Obama or something. Mm -hmm. And then like Trump is now Trump ended it. Trump. Yeah. Now we're in like the trend, but then it still took like 300 years for Rome to fall. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. And we're seeing that. I mean, I think undoubtedly the U S seems to be less, not as, as of like primary importance on the world stage to some degree, not like we've fallen entirely, but it seems like it's more of a multipolar world with China sort of emerging and being incredibly strong. Well, I think also like the Pax Romana, like what struck me in terms of similarities to the U.S. was that like within Rome, it was like the best like peaceful place to live, but that relied on Rome like constantly like conquesting, pillaging, like Mm -hmm. exploiting basically. And I feel Mm -hmm. like that is kind of like what the U.S.'s vibe was for Mm -hmm. a long time was like people in the U.S. were like very isolated from like any sort of like war at home, Mm -hmm. violence at home, like kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. And now we're like starting to like get things like things feel a little shakier. Yeah, right, Violence right, right, feels right, a little right. bit more like at your, but like yeah. 9-11 maybe could be like a turning point as right. well. Like uh-huh. you could argue that as yeah. well. But like, yeah, just, it's not that like Pax Romana was actually a time where like Rome was at peace. Mm-hmm. It was like Rome. Was at war just on the edges. Exactly. Of the and empire. if you lived in Rome, it mm-hmm. was just like people coming in all the time with like, their caravans of yeah, booty and yeah. you'd be like hell yeah yeah Rome must have been wild yeah. just like popping off it must have been great to be a Roman I know I was also thinking like if I lived in Rome like who would I be mm, in society mm, mm. cause like do you know what like the Vestal Virgins are uh no so there was like the eternal flame of Rome mm-hmm. that was like in like the Vestal Virgins you qualify Virgins. to be a Vestal Virgin well, I think you get picked when you're 10. <laughs> okay, you get okay, picked okay, when you're 10. Okay, okay. So, like, I feel like... <laughs> so, the Vestal Virgins, there were, like, nine of them at a time. And uh-huh. they served 30-year tenures from, uh-huh. like, starting at, like, age 10-ish or, like, maybe a little earlier. Mm-hmm. And basically, like, there was, like, the Vestal Virgins, like, estate where they all lived together. And they mm-hmm. just, like, had, like, a beautiful courtyard. And they just, like, you know, just hung out and, like, mm-hmm. gossiped or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they had like the temple where the eternal flame of Rome was burning and their only job between the nine of them was to just keep the fire going Mm -hmm. and never let it go out. And they got like box seats, like the level of the emperor for like the gladiator fights. Mm -hmm. And they were like very like esteemed, Uh like everyone loved them. And then when their term was done, when they were like 40, they just got like a dowry and they could get married. Ah, interesting. So they okay. didn't have to stay virgins forever. They just had to stay virgins, like, basically past child-rearing uh-huh, age. Right. Huh. But then, like, they could retire and, like, live a normal life mm, if they wanted yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, But if they, like, you know, had sex or, like, had romantic relations with men, they would be, like, buried alive for right. everyone to see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like... Trade-offs, you know? I feel like I could do it. And I feel like that is, like, not the worst trade-off. Like, I feel like sure, being yeah. a woman at, like pretty much every period of oh yeah i mean honestly like not having kids or the the risk of pregnancy back then kind of seems like a good deal right yeah Yeah. Yeah. i always think yeah like like yeah no good no bueno no and like lots of women make that like deal now to not have kids Mm -hmm. like for their career or for their whatever like it's not like so unheard of to like not have children yeah totally like for that level of like security safety honor whatever like Sounds amazing to me, but I, I, I wish I, I, I wish I think that I would be getting such a good deal in Rome. Well, no, I like, I, I, I like, I, I like, I'm a Jew, so I'd just be getting fed to lions. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. that's what I would, I'd be getting disemboweled by like, you know, like a hawk or something while some Christians were like, oh, well, I think, okay. I think the Vestal Virgins would be like the best, best case scenario, case scenario yeah. but I think in actuality, what I would be is like, so like towards the fall of Rome, mm-hmm. Christianity like started becoming the thing. Mm-hmm. So like 
first it was paganism. So yeah. like, you know, the planet well, gods. The Jews, the Jews must have been around when the pagans yeah. were going. I yeah, mean, like I think, in a minor way. You know? I think the Jews generally in Italy, like they had like their ghetto. Like that's mm-hmm. where the term ghetto comes from is like the Jewish yeah. ghettos mm-hmm. like in Rome yeah. where like they mostly just were able to like live in their own area because mm-hmm. weren't they useful i guess you said they were useful for like christianity and stuff later, that, that right? was that i think what i was talking about was like court jews and that had to do with like a medieval prohibition on usury which came a lot sure, later, later yeah. Yeah. yeah but i think there was like yeah i think they did like play certain roles in like the greater society but mm-hmm. mostly they were just like very like right. sectioned off yeah. to their own area yeah but like when paganism was the dominant like Roman religion, mm-hmm. you could be like killed for being a Christian. Right. But then within like 80 years, like it was like, like 80 years of time, Christianity mm-hmm. went from being like illegal. Like you could be like put in the gladiator fights and like killed for sport yeah. to being like, no, this is the religion. And yeah, if you're yeah, not a Christian, yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. actually it's, yeah, it's, it's just so killed. crazy. Like I know the story of how that happened. Like I think some, Roman emperor, like Constantine, Constantine converted to Christianity. And then he was just like, that's it. And then like everybody went along with it. Like, that's crazy. I I think there's something about monotheism. Like I think in some way monotheism is inevitable that that, I disagree. I no, 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 no. I I don't mean, I don't mean in any sort of like monotheism is correct or monotheism is right. I guess I mean that for some reason, monotheism seems very convincing to people. I think it's like just an evolution of consciousness that happened that will like change again because now I think monotheism is not convincing to people. Not that polytheism. Well, actually, I mean, look at the percentage. Like the major religions are Christianity, Islam. I mean, Judaism is is the distant like you know eighth or something. But like, what's number three after? No, no, no. But I think I think in a hundred years that like won't be the case. Like I think like the I think I I disagree. I think I think think that monotheism is here to stay. I think monotheism, the age of monotheism, is over. That was like the last two thousand years, and Mm. now we're like entering like a new new agey. Like polytheistic okay. or so whatever. You, God you, is the universe you like, kind of like thing. The, um, like the pendulum model where we swing towards monotheism and, and then, then we back towards back. paganism. So yeah, so I think that what I would have been in Rome, like Vestal Virgins would be the best, but I think what I actually would be in Rome is I would have been like a Christian right before like it became It got the cool thing. to be Christian. And I would be like paranoid. Like I'd be like, Ugh, like I don't want anyone to know because uh-huh. I could be killed. Like I'd be watching the gladiator fights from like the plebeian seats uh-huh. being like, Trying to be, uh, maybe I'm supposed to be enthusiastic about this guy getting disemboweled. Yeah, I would be, like, paranoid and, like, but then, like, I would betray myself by, like, getting drunk at the tavern Mm -hmm. and, like, being like, I love Jesus. Jesus is amazing. Because that's what I feel But, I mean, you're such a pagan, right? So why why don't you think that you would be a pagan then? Because I think, like, if you place me on the, like, Oh, you're you're like a, you're sort of contrarian. No, 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 no. I'm on the new cusp of the new thing. I see, I see, Like, Christianity Uh was, like, the thing. And now I think we're, like, moving into, like, a new, like, new agey spirituality thing. And, like, Uh now I'm, like, the astrologer who's, like being secretive but not really and uh-huh. like yeah and someday like i'll be the emperor and i'll be like mm-hmm. i'm gonna kill you for your not <laughs> yeah, yeah anybody who doesn't know bitcoin's horoscope by heart yeah, yeah it's gets over. the axe yeah exactly yeah. so that's actually who i think i like would be in roman society but it's just like so yeah i feel like there's so many parallels that can be drawn from like the fall of Rome and like that transition to now. And it's just like, so mm-hmm. I mean, astrologically too, you can draw a lot of parallels, but like, it's just so fascinating to like, like there's this painting, the painting I told you about that's like in the Pope's apartment in the Vatican on the ceiling, there was this painting of like the Christian cross, like, you know, Jesus on the cross on like a pedestal, like a Greek pedestal. 
and then in front of him is like a mm, shattered yeah. and destroyed yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah, Roman yeah. Greek statue. It's just crazy how fast that transition went and like it, it doesn't seem like there were real holdouts. Like it, mm-hmm. it also didn't cause a lot of upheaval in the empire. It's not like, oh yeah, they switched to Christianity and they had like 100 years of war no, while they routed out. They were just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. This is the thing. I think it's like, I think polytheism is in a, in a way is kind of weak. Like you have all these gods and you're like, oh, like, yeah, they're all kind of good. And I don't deny the other gods. I believe they exist. And then somebody comes along and I have one God. All your gods are trash. Believe in my one God. And people are like, oh, like, let's go. Like, this is the way. But I think polytheism, like, can be more solid in that, like, it's easy to lose faith in one God when, like, your church becomes corrupt or whatever. Like, so many people, like, if I say, like, oh, Jesus or whatever to, Mm -hmm. like, people that, like, were raised Christian and have, like, trauma, they, like... Like recoil right. at that I mean, word, but if I'm like, oh, the universe, yeah, or like yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, energy, yeah, like, yeah. then they're like a little bit more open to that. So I think like, it is like, like a product of the time. It makes that makes a lot of sense to me because you get a lot of people these days who are sort of like spiritual in some kind of like exactly. non-specific way, and if you look at their beliefs, they're really much closer to like animists or pagans yeah. than monotheists. Right. So I think it's like it's just that like things cycle through, and like the pagan god view just sort of like died out because people were like not that into it clearly Mm -hmm. and then like christianity like there was a vigor behind it there was just like something that Mm -hmm. like propelled it forward and Mm -hmm. then that's what people did for a while was monotheism and now like i don't know if we're headed towards like polytheism so much as like maybe like a the universe i I mean animism right like i mean it's even a pre-polytheism like animism, like almost like um, Shinto, where yeah. everything has a spirit. Yeah, well, I've been, so I've been reading the book that I wanted to give you to read that's like an esoteric astrology text mm-hmm. about like why astrology is the thing that it is. And like also, like the thesis of the book is like the like evolution of consciousness that we went through from like the primal worldview of like what you're talking about, where like the river is a spirit, like Mm -hmm. the mountain is a spirit, like God, love is a God. There's like many gods that are all like different, like things Mm -hmm. to polytheism where like humans are separate from those things, Mm -hmm. like the river, the mountain, the whatever. And humans actually are like the thing that can connect to God. Mm -hmm. Like God is like something that like we as humans are like, specifically able to connect to in a way that like nature Mm -hmm. cannot because like we are separate right that like that was like part of and with that also came like the scientific revolution and like a lot of like technological developments because all of a sudden we like saw ourselves as like singularly separate from nature and nature was like no longer a god to be revered but rather Mm -hmm. like something that could be manipulated and like controlled or like understood Mm -hmm. from like a higher perspective that like we were at that was close to God Mm -hmm. that like now what we're moving into is like a reintegration of like the primal worldview but instead of viewing things as like like the primal worldview was like sort of obsessed with like fatalism in a way of being like if the mountain like decides to Mm -hmm. erupt and like the lava flows down like we die and that's what god wanted like that's what that god wanted that now like we're reintegrating that worldview but we're viewing it as like an archetype through which like we like we still have that like individual perspective of control Mm -hmm. but we're like acknowledging that like maybe god isn't this like guy in the sky it's like it is like all of these different spirits but Mm -hmm. that like also we are like independent individuals that like have free will to act like Mm. within those things and Mm -hmm. like in relationship with those things Mm. that's like my theory of like not my theory but that's like kind of like what i believe in Uh terms of like astrological evolution or like 
the evolution of consciousness. So that's why I want you to read that book. You'll have to give me the book. Yeah, you have to read it. We'll see. And, and even if I don't, even if I don't agree, I want to understand it. I, I exactly, want to understand exactly. the I think astrological like, <laughs> worldview. Yeah, that's what I want you to understand. I want you to like, well, also because like, I mean, so yeah, as I was like going through all these like parallels to like Christianity to now or like Roman Empire to now, like mm-hmm. those transitions and seeing them as parallel, I was like flipping between thinking of it as like what I just described to you as like my spiritual thesis and then mm-hmm. being like Bitcoin, like imagining like Bitcoin on the pedestal. Uh-huh. And, like, yeah, Jesus, yeah, 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 like, yeah. Crumble. The, the fiat dollar. <laughs> because then when I opened Twitter, there was some guy, I don't know, did you see the guy who like drew like a very detailed drawing of like bitcoin as jesus yeah i did yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Like, and yeah he do a he do a great like tableau and then he just put this bitcoin b over jesus's <laughs> chest in the middle i thought it would look better without the b no but that's that's like it it is satoshi like, died on the cross for our sins <laughs> ross Albrecht satoshi satoshi the made the genesis block coinbase reward unspendable so that we might live yeah exactly exactly yeah. and that was like our original sin yeah, yeah yeah. but yeah i mean like okay first of all i mean I bitcoin does kind of have the original sin story like i mean it has yeah. in the genesis block right like bailout like, in the beginning yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> bitcoin is a very like i want to use the word exegesis but i don't actually know what that means so I, exegesis <laughs> not x-e-x-i-g-i-s-a-s it's some sort okay. of yeah but i don't know what it means i just want to I use know. that word okay yeah. yeah it just feels that way yeah yeah but it's like some sort of like like radical like you know oh like the the, the world that we lived in before was like sinful mm-hmm. and like now like we're like there's like penitence it's just, and there's this chaos as we restructure yes. towards like the bitcoin world and like we all find like the true like i mean you know like savior you know monetary savior well that yeah. was like that his whole thread after that drawing was like before you know, Bitcoin, my life was like meaningless. Mm. And like, now I've like realized the value of like hard work and right. like the follies of like the fiat based right. world. That yeah. Like, yeah. It is this like this savior is, kind of vibe. This is a really interesting thing. I mean, like, because we're going to talk about Bitcoin maximalism, like, like how much does Bitcoin fix? Does Bitcoin fix every, everything? Because yeah. some people are like, fix the money, fix the world. I mean, Michael Saylor says that he thinks that Bitcoin would fix 50% of the world's problems. Yeah, damn. That is <laughs> wild. That is wild. Like 50%. Yeah. But that, and that also is like the like WTF happened in 1971. Like uh-huh. that website also sort of like operates under yeah. that thesis where it's like all of these like, and everything bad happened right. when we had right. like super right. fiat. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the same sort of thing where it's like, Oh, well, divorce rates are high. Bitcoin might. Yeah, fix that, yeah, yeah. I know? like this. I like this worldview. I mean, I find it very I think it's fascinating. enticing. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if I believe in it. I'm like, ah, oh, like, yeah, maybe like the money's bad, but the money doesn't cause all the problems. And so like, you know, things get like 20% better. Yeah, you know? I think 20% would be like a good estimate. But then I start thinking about like, damn, like what if we really start like defunding governments and they have to like beg for money to like fund shit? <laughs> and like, maybe we don't have any wars. Maybe we don't have these like colossally wasteful like programs. Like maybe like the government has to just switch to like easier forms of taxation. Like maybe the government just has to do like sales tax and like a land tax. I mean, if Bitcoin made it harder for countries to go to war, then like maybe it would fix 50% of the problems. Right. Yeah. But it also is like, you know, the only thing. Okay. I saw Jordan Peterson at the Bitcoin. I've started calling conference. her Jordana Peterson. <laughs> sometimes I, I feel like I'm listening to a Jordan Peterson video. When she's talking. Okay. I, I have a very complicated view of Jordan Peterson. Uh-huh. That like, as yeah, sure you do, time. Jordana. But 
at Bitcoin Miami, I only agreed with one thing he said the entire talk, like uh -huh. the entire 45 minutes, which is not typical of me and Jordan. Uh -huh. yeah. But I only agreed with one thing. And the one thing I agreed with was his opinion on Bitcoin, which mm -hmm. is that like, you know, Bitcoin might solve all of these problems. And like, you can like believe wholeheartedly, like, I love Bitcoin. I want mm -hmm. Bitcoin to succeed because it's going to solve all these problems. Mm -hmm. But you can never know the problems that will be created from like mm -hmm. any sort of radical change. Mm -hmm. And so like, I mean, he's basically just a conservative. Like he's like, right. we shouldn't change things yeah, radically yeah, because yeah. it's risky. It's really interesting that conservatives like Bitcoin has like this, like sort of tends to have a more right wing conservative sort of, you know, vibe alignment yeah. right? that we observe on Twitter. Um, but it's not conservative. It's like we're going to have digital Internet money like that doesn't sound very conservative to me, bro. Well, you could argue it's conservative and that like it. It makes people incentivized to conserve. Yeah. It's it, well, it's aligned with conservative values yeah. in many ways. Yeah. But the form of it isn't conservative at all. No. The form of it is like wild. No, I, I mean, honestly, I think like liberal conservative, like those words, like sort of mean nothing. The liberal conservative dyad isn't real. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just the fact that people are even like, oh, libs, like, yeah. like libertarians are like, I hate libs. Yeah. It's like, you're a lib. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah, definitionally, yeah, yeah. you're a lib. Like yeah. libs of TikTok, like all of this sort of like yeah. whatever performativeness around like liberals and libs. And it's like mm -hmm. any conservative, like talking head is probably just a liberal, like most Americans are liberals. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Know? Right. Yeah. yeah. We're all liberal. That's the projection. We're, We're all, all liberals. liberals. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, should we, we kind of just started getting into Yeah. I don't know if you want to like, Oh, uh, I did yeah. want to ask you. Yeah. Where were you? Oh yeah. But one other thing, <laughs> check out our Dolly thread, a Dolly Bitcoin thread on Twitter mm -hmm. on the, uh, Twitter account. I spent all day taking requests from Bitcoiners for Bitcoin related prompts for Dolly and I, the image generation, the AI image generation thing. And I fed them into Dolly and then posted them on Twitter. So you did so well. Yeah. They were so good. I want, I want a Dolly version of Bitcoin with Jesus shattered, like on the floor. Oh, we, like, can, do, we, want, can, we can do that. I think it's, yeah, I think that's like a good Dolly prompt. Yeah. Cause I was trying to come Remind up with, me, I have access to it so we can do it. Okay, great. Episode. Let's do yeah. that. We can promo the episode with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Write that down. And as long as we're not making any money on the podcast, we can use um, Dolly Jesus. Yeah, I, that's my request because so far I don't think you've done any of my requests. Oh, no. You did some for me, but not at my request. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll do I'll do whatever you want. Just make it clear. I, I didn't. Yeah, I want Bitcoin on the pedestal. I didn't realize you were requesting. You got to be more firm. <laughs> but I'm curious what I feel like that would be very evocative art to see like Bitcoin on the pedestal and Jesus shattered. Like it I want to trigger know some what, people. Super yeah, hard. I want to know what Bitcoin Twitter would think of that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like because that's... yeah, because that is a very. I, I think a, like Christianity has a lot of the time been like in in some ways like radically anti finance, right? Like the the Jesus and the money lenders, right? Well, if you like followed Jesus's teachings, like you should be, right? Yeah, like rich yeah. people can't get into heaven type shit, right? But right. like so, in actuality, yeah. But that's what, that's what I mean is that it's kind of like spicy content because it gets to some conflict within. Uh, within a lot of people's beliefs. Yeah, I think it would be very evocative. I think people would have very different responses to it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it could be beautiful. Yeah. So, okay, it. we'll make that. Um, yeah, <laughs> my question. Uh, where were you when CERN turned up the lawn? What? Yeah, wait, let me show The large hard-on collider? <laughs> 
the large one. I always think that it's like a dock. It's like a. Hadron? It's like a. It's like a docking porno. Yeah, I mean, it basically is. Yeah, the but, Large Hadron Collider. I don't. Yeah. What is a fucking hadron? Um, I don't know, but it's like a tube where they collide like electrons or protons or whatever. I mean, I know what a collider is. I just mean like a hadron. Like, and did we have a? Is it big hadrons? Are there bigger hadrons in this collider? I think the hadron is the collider. Oh, okay. But I don't know. I think it's like the type of machinery or something. Gotcha. It's like the methodology. Yeah. But I don't, I mean, that yeah. could be totally wrong. But a hadron's definitely not a particle. Okay. It's not the things that are colliding. I okay. think it's the okay. collider gotcha. itself. Gotcha. But yeah, that happened at like 9, 10 a.m. PST yesterday where you sleep. Sleep, yeah. That's actually probably not a bad place to be. Yeah. I mean, have you it, heard the conspiracy theories? If, yeah, if it rips a hole in the universe and we right. all die, I just, I want to be snoozing. No, no, no. But it's not that it rips a hole in the universe and we all die. It's like it rips a hole in like the, like, it's like a Mandela effect kind of thing. Oh, okay. Where, like, it rips a hole in reality so that, like, it's, like, witchcraft or something. Like, the CERN... This is a conspiracy theory. Like, the CERN people... Well, actually, there's many conflicting conspiracy theories. I've heard that it's going to create a mini black hole that's going to suck up the world. I think that's, like, the... I don't want to say that's the rational concern, <laughs> that's but like, like that's the like normie the, the version materialist of the, concern. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, is yeah, that, like, yeah. we don't know what this is going to do, and, like, colliding these particles could, like you know, create a bunch of dark matter, open a dark, like black hole, whatever. Like we mm-hmm. don't know. That's like the normie like right. concern. Yeah. But then like Give me the unhinged, the unhinged, like CERN is six, 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 like uh-huh. whatever yes. like, conspiracy yes. theory. That is that like CERN is like colliding these particles in order to create like a rift in the multiverse so that mm-hmm. they can like manifest their like occult. Right. Like it's like, it's basically witchcraft. Basically mm-hmm. they're like doing like this spell, this ritual that's like, going to like bring in the new world order or whatever Mm -hmm. the fuck. And so like during the like collision or like when they turned up the collider or whatever, Mm -hmm. you're supposed to be like in your highest vibration, like manifesting good vibes so Uh that you can counteract their bad vibes and we'll be like propelled into like an evolution into the 5d consciousness. Oh dude. I like this. Yeah. I like this. So there were like a bunch of tweets that were like people being like, they did it the day after July 4th because they knew that everyone was going to be drunk on the 4th of July and their uh vibes would be low. Yeah. I'm like, do you know that the U S is only one country among many and that other people don't drink on the 4th of July, but like, but I like the, I like the idea that the scientists, believe this too yeah and yeah. so they're like trying to optimize for when they turn on the collider exactly. to boost everybody's vibes and the maximal well to lower everyone's vibes so that they can like bring in like the bug eating new world order that's the idea it's like oh, the but, but, but if they were if they were trying to do it not when everybody was drunk then are they trying to do it aren't they doing it at a time when people's vibes are good so that it'll propel us to the no no, no they want to do it when people are hung over because their vibes oh, will be low oh i see i see uh-huh. gotcha, so gotcha like you gotcha. get drunk on the fourth of july right, then you're right. hung over your vibes and are all fucked up on july 5th bug people. 9 a.m yeah right they come yeah, in yeah. but if you're sleeping i think that's actually not a bad place to be because i feel, feel like pretty energetically neutral pretty yeah. karmically neutral at that and time. you can kind of move around like you're not like you mean like shifting while i sleep like <laughs> like energetically energetically yeah. okay <laughs> vibrationally vibrationally uh-huh. because i feel like when if you're like doing something negative at that time like uh-huh. imagine you're like working like your bug man job or right. something and yeah. then they like turn up the collider yeah, and it's right. like you're all of a sudden yeah. like you've manifested bug like man a bug life. man life yeah, yeah like sleeping from 9 to 10 a.m on like a tuesday yeah you're kind of manifesting like not the worst situation right yeah i right. was on a plane i, yeah. was on a I don't know how to feel plane. about that that's not great planes are awful 
Well, I thought, like, I was like, maybe the black hole will open and our plane will fly through the black hole. Mm. You know? Like, yeah. we'll look down and we'll yeah. see the black hole. And oh, like, yeah, oh. yeah. Or, yeah. like, the Earth is destroyed, right? And only the planes circling the Earth are left, you yeah. know? And you get a few more hours before, like, you get flung into the void well, of space to if, think about... If it created a black hole, then maybe we'd just go through the black hole. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, the Earth would become a black hole and then we go through the black hole and we end up in this, like totally different yeah. reality or whatever. Yeah. So I was kind of like, maybe a plane's a good place to be. Cause I'm like a little separate. Right. And then like yeah. the pilot can just like fly. Us <laughs> yeah. In. Yeah. Fly the black hole. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, really hard to tell though. You yeah. Know? You're really, really hard to tell. I feel like with a plane, you're rolling, rolling the you're dice. You're rolling the dice. Absolutely. Yeah. But I wasn't like near, I was like near Switzerland before and uh -huh. I was flying away from Switzerland. Uh -huh. So that might be good. Yeah. Right. Right. You right. Know? Escaping the, you know, <laughs> yeah. the vibration. Yeah. That'd be hilarious if, if like, like Europe just turned into like just crater crater. Europe is just green glass, like radioactive green <laughs> glass after the collider goes. And we're like, shit. Like, yeah, I think the unfortunate, all like, that Swiss chocolate, everything just smells like Swiss chocolate. Switzerland like, got vaporized. <laughs> I think the unfortunate truth about CERN is like that CERN has actually delivered like very boring and lame results. All it's done is being like, yeah, like the standard model is like pretty correct. Mm -hmm. And, but it hasn't given us, given us as far as I know, very much new science at all. No, they don't know what yeah. dark matter is. Yep. They've got the yep. Higgs boson. Who cares? Yep. Like yep. it's really, yep. I mean, I feel like they had to turn it up because it was like, yeah. And, and these projects are super expensive, so incredibly expensive. expensive. Yeah. And they're these like, sort of like, um, ego projects for politicians. They're yeah. like, they like politicians like burning money in like big, expensive, like gestural ways. And what makes us feel like we're like on the cusp of yep. something great. It's yep. like, this yep. is our purpose as humanity. Yep. It's like discover yep. these big things and yep. we're doing it. And then yep. it's like, actually we've discovered like almost nothing. Yep. And like, and like we've ask, thrown all this money into it. Ask scientists who are like very pro like big projects, like the mm -hmm. large Hadron Collider and ask them, do you think that the cost benefit is worth it? Like we're spending this money on this thing and it's going to have some cost and it's going to have some benefit and like compare that to the things we could be spending the money on otherwise. Like, do you think it's worth it? Right. But that's like the argument for like any, you know, funding of the arts or research. It's like, you can always be like, Oh, but like, Funding these like pursuits of human excellence. Mm -hmm. is, like, I mean, that's why I'm any a, cost. Yeah, yeah. Know? That's but that's why I'm like against all those things. Like, yeah, yeah, slash yeah. the funding for the arts. If the large had, had, hadron collider is a good thing, like let the markets provide it. Like <laughs> let the markets create yeah, the large markets. Hadron yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, I, I just. I think that like, you know, whatever, I don't feel strongly any sort of way about government funding the Hadron Collider or whatever. I think mm -hmm. it's, I think it's just sort of like telling of like the golden age of physics being yeah. done. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's actually all the low hanging, the low hanging fruit is done, right? And even yeah. the large Hadron Collider, right? Like we used to be able to build colliders. If you go up to the Berkeley Hills, I don't know if you've seen it. There's like outside of Lawrence Hall of Science, there's this mm -hmm. like tiny collider. It's like would fit in this room. Yeah. And we built that and we got useful results out of that. And we've just been like squeezing the lemon harder and harder. Now we have this like giant European collider that is between like multi, it's in France. With like right? a 666 logo. Yeah. And, like yeah. Shiva the destroyer outside. Yeah. And, like, yeah. you know, all we get is just like tweets about the vibes. Tweets about the vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I do think like, 
the fixation. I mean, I don't know for you, maybe you're just in like a different internet bubble for me, but like my timeline was like TikTok, Twitter, like everything mm-hmm. was nonstop. Oh yeah. I wasn't CERN. paying attention. Yeah. It was like so many people being like, this is what you should do. This is what they're planning. Wow. Like whatever, like all And people, shit. lots of people were like retweeting this and like mm-hmm. responding. Wow. So much. Like it was wow. so many people just being like, guys, like don't freak out, but mm-hmm. you have to make sure your vibes are uh-huh. high. So wow. like detox before. Do people believe this? Like, so, okay. So I think, I mean, it is crazy to think that people believe that like in uh-huh. like a true sense of the word that they yeah. actually believe that like the scientists at CERN are like purposely creating a hole in the multiverse yeah. so that they can like manifest the new world order. Yeah. But I think like, it's not so much that people like believe that, that like they just want it to be true on like a very mm. deep level because they're so dissatisfied and upset with the current world, right. whether that's yeah. like personal or yeah. like societal, I, whatever. Like, I, I remember when I was young, I really wanted magic to be real. Like when I was a little yeah. kid, I was like kind of miserable, didn't like my home life. I was like, and, and the idea that like maybe I could become a wizard was yeah, like the Hogwarts letter never came. Yeah. The Hogwarts letter never came. Yeah. yeah. So I can imagine a lot of people kind of being like, yeah, like they want this, additional layer of meaning yes, right exactly so i think like i think when there are dates like it's like cern is gonna turn up the collider on mm-hmm. july 5th like when people get like events like that it really like even if like you just like explained it to them in like a non-event form or like they had mm-hmm. to like explain like yeah i think the scientists at cern are doing blah 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 thing like they might not believe that but the fact that there's this deadline that they can look forward to like yeah. allows them to suspend disbelief mm-hmm. so that like they can fixate on that yeah and i think yeah it's like like my first experience of that like personally was like december 21st 2012 you know like the end of the you know like the end of the mind calendar oh yeah right yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, whole yeah, meme i yeah. feel like that was like not the first one because obviously people have been doing prophecy doomsday like forever people love that shit people love that shit but i feel like december 21st 2012 was like such a meme like mm-hmm. where people were like this is it and i was in like 10th grade 11th grade something mm-hmm. like that at the time yeah i was in 11th grade and i remember i was having like problems with my boyfriend like it was just a lot of drama with like his parents and like all this shit and i like wrote in my diary like on december 20th i was like i hope that the world ends tomorrow uh-huh. so that like all the bullshit can be dropped and like we can be together uh-huh. like in my mind like that's what it could be uh-huh. and it's like <laughs> fuck it if that means like, <laughs> everyone dies uh-huh. and like there's chaos in the streets or whatever at least my like, problems with my boyfriend will be resolved <laughs> we'll realize what's important uh-huh. which is our love for each other at right. the end of the world like that right. was how i felt and i think like that like I mean I like reread that in my diary like not that mm. long ago and it really made me think like that's what people ultimately like feel that the end of the world could be is mm. this like even if they die mm. even if like shit hits the fan it's terrible it's like this moment of like meaning that draws them out of their like meaningless and depressing lives mm-hmm. that like all yeah. of us feel like we're yeah. in right now mm-hmm. and it's like I just think every day should be the day that CERN turns on mm. the Large Hadron Collider. Just every day. It's just cranking the juice <laughs> up a little bit, right? Well, every so we can just be in our like, toes. Yeah, you should always be, like, thinking, like, is my life, mis- like, miserable and meaningless? And, like, mm-hmm. how can I make it less meaningless? Like, don't just wait for July 5th for, like... I feel like everybody's just... If they're just going to wait for the collider to turn on and, like, wipe everything <laughs> away, like you did with the Mayan calendar, being like, maybe this will fix my problem with my yeah. boyfriend. Yeah, I think it is just... It's something, like, in human nature... Or maybe it's like a sign of the times. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just like 
People love dates. They love the reckoning. Absolutely. Yeah, the reckoning. Yeah, people love the reckoning. Yeah. Maybe we can transition into talking about Bitcoin Maxis with that because Bitcoin Maxis love the reckoning as well. Yeah, Bitcoin Maxis do love the reckoning. Yeah, I mean... We've got to define what Bitcoin Maximum maximalism is yeah which i actually think is really really hard because i think there's a bunch of different versions of it and i'm honestly not exactly sure what the canonical version of bitcoin maximalism is i mean i think like the most basic like rung of the bitcoin maxi Mm -hmm. structure would be that like you believe that bitcoin is by far the best option for money yeah i mean so i believe that right right so i think like both of us are technically maxis. I feel like you're begrudgingly a maxi. Well, I just don't like, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm not into like ideologies, you know? So like I'm a Bitcoin maximalist. A lot of my beliefs are practically those of a Bitcoin maximalist, mm-hmm. but the way that I arrive at them, I hope is through like, you know, rational reasoning and looking at other options and not being like orange coin good. Right, but then you can still be a Bitcoin maxi if the if reality is a Bitcoin maxi. Right, right yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a Bitcoin maxi because reality is a Bitcoin maxi. Right, exactly. Yeah. So I think yeah. that technically like a Bitcoin maxi is anybody who believes that Bitcoin is like just yeah. the best option and that there's really no competition. Right, and right. I think maybe above that would be we like should, if- we should do like what are the rungs of Bitcoin maximalism. <laughs> We've got like the basic rung. And here as we ascend up to the heavens. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So the basic rung is just like Bitcoin. Bitcoin is best money. Bitcoin is, yeah, hard money is great. Here you got to take over. Oh, no. Best Bitcoin money. is best money. Best money. Yeah. The two genders. <laughs> <laughs> Bitcoin's best money. Yeah. And then on top of that, I think there's like, uh, and maybe like you, I feel like you fall off at some point maybe, mm-hmm. but I think on top of that is like, Bitcoin is like sort of an inevitability, mm-hmm. like this feeling that like Bitcoin will be the thing. Like yeah, Bitcoin that's is actually like, exactly what I was going to say is like, is like, is like the next rung up. I would it's say it's like is, fatalism, not fatalism. Well, it's like, it's like, it's like there determinism will, or something. I, I think it's that, um, there will never be anything better than Bitcoin. Yeah, that there couldn't pop. There is no improvement. <laughs> and oh, I'm gonna run out of space. You can do a second line. We got a little space there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That that Bitcoin can't be challenged. Bitcoin because, is the best. Yeah. Like, not just not just that Bitcoin is the best, but that there will never be anything that is able to challenge it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and I think actually I fall off like right here. I I. I don't think that... Well, okay, but I, I think this is a Wait, wait, wait. Let me clarify because I don't want to get like Bitcoin canceled. Sure. I think that Bitcoin is the best money and it's likely that there will never be anything better than Bitcoin. But I don't think that like there couldn't be something Well, how could you ever know? It's just like, that's like hubristic to even think yeah. that you could know that. You yeah, know right. what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. But I mean, a lot of people, I mean, were the Bitcoin like true believers are, will go to bat for that. They will be like, no, there can never be anything than bit better than Bitcoin. Bitcoin makes the optimal set of trade-offs. Anything that's created outside of Bitcoin, Bitcoin will just absor- absorb its best properties. And continue evolving. And continue, yeah. I mean, I think like, well, so I feel like I don't believe this, but mm. what I would say I like do believe, I think, is that like, I think Bitcoin maximalism is inevitable. Mm-hmm. Like I think like inevitably like Bitcoin's positive qualities will make it the next paradigm. Yeah, right. So that I think is also like I feel like there's a part of maximalism that's like based in 
belief in Bitcoin. And then there's a part of maximalism that's based in like betting on the winning horse kind uh-huh. of thing yeah. where it's like, my horse is going to win. I'm going to ape into this because mm-hmm. like, it's going to be the thing. And I yeah. know it's going to be the thing. Yeah. And I think like, I have like an element of that where it's like, I, I feel like I am like, not like I'm able to predict the future, but I feel like there's like this, this feeling around Bitcoin where people are just like, this is the thing. Yeah. Right. Like, this is the thing yeah, that's yeah, going to yeah, change yeah, everything. Yeah, and like, yeah, I yeah. know it, yeah. like it has a very, deep in my heart, Yeah, totally. you know? Yeah. So I think this is maybe like, not that this is a rational answer that there will never be anything better than Bitcoin, but that's like the rationalist approach is mm-hmm. like, well, there's not going to be anything better than Bitcoin. But then there's this like spiritual, like deep knowing approach mm-hmm. of like, I know that this is the thing. Right. Like, I know yeah. that this is the best thing, whether mm-hmm. that's like forever or not. I know that this is like the yeah. next. Thing. And that's you or that isn't you? That's me. Okay. Okay. I, gotcha, like, gotcha. I think it's yeah. the next thing. Right. Like, right. I, I feel it's like, a very like energetics based approach. Like yeah. the energetics of Bitcoin are like superior and like winning and going to continue to win. Exactly. Like I could be a no coiner and opt out of Bitcoin. And I still think Bitcoin will succeed mm-hmm. or I could be a part of Bitcoin right. and like be on, you know, the, the right vibe, the right. next thing, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. be the on the pedestal one, with Jesus shattered under. Podcast, Peter McCormick, <laughs> we are coming for you. We're coming. We are for coming you. for your English ass. All yeah, right. Exactly. So, like, I, I do think, yeah. There's some love. Like, there's a little bit of a divide in terms of like, and maybe this is like devs or like more of like the, you know, the tech side of things yeah. that like have this like practical maximalism. Yeah, yeah. And then there's like the spiritual maximalism. Right. Yeah. I, and we talked about this a little bit, like devs versus non-devs, and how mm-hmm. they tend to differ. I feel like devs tend to have a much, much more measured viewpoint. And so none of the devs I know are really like hardcore Bitcoin maximalists. Like they just tend to not be. I I don't know why that is. I mean, I think maybe it's just that they are more absorbed with the details of the technology and, and, and that, and tend to have a very nuanced opinion. Like they tend to have nuanced opinions about what Bitcoin's strengths are, what Bitcoin's weaknesses are, how it could be improved. And so they're less likely to take a very hardline approach that you see on like vocal uh, Bitcoin maximalists on Twitter. Well, I think like it's like the nature of being, yeah, like coming from a more rationalist perspective and like coming from like working inside the thing. Like Mm -hmm. I feel like like I'm a scientist and I feel like I'm the most pessimistic person talking about science in Mm -hmm. a room sometimes, Mm -hmm. like when I'm amongst people who are not scientists, Mm -hmm. but are like believe in science you know what i mean right. like yeah, yeah, yeah. like people will tell you how amazing the thing that you work on the minutiae of mm-hmm. is like because mm-hmm. they don't know the minutiae right and yeah. i think like yeah. sort of like the nature of anything is like once you get into the minutiae you're going to yeah. become like less enchanted with it yeah but i wonder like i mean people who work on bitcoin like who mm-hmm. become devs maybe not now since now it's like bitcoin or crypto or whatever is so big that it's like not mm-hmm so unheard of to just like go into cryptocurrency or go into Bitcoin like Mm -hmm. as a coder, Mm -hmm. but like 10 years ago or whatever, 10 years ago. Yeah. 10 years ago or however long, like when it was not a thing, like Mm -hmm. people who really were like working as devs, like being super into it. Like, do you feel like they had more of like the spiritual maximalism to them? No, I don't think so. You think it's always been like practical, rational. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you know, you hear a lot of things like devs that you expect would have a lot of money by now because they've been working on Bitcoin for like 10 years and you're like, yeah, you must have a crazy stash. And they're like, no, I don't because I, I bought some and then it, the price went up and I was like, holy shit, like this is, we're keeping this together with like duct tape and bailing wire. I'm going to sell 90% of my coins at this new high price. Yeah. Yeah. They tend to be pretty practical. Yeah. 
That's sad. It is kind of sad. Yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, that's like, yeah, I feel like, I don't know, the dev culture around Bitcoin definitely seems like, I don't know, do you think that's the ideal way for people? Like, I guess like we're talking about Bitcoin maxi culture because like, I feel like in the waves of Roe v. Wade, Nick Carter, I don't know, all this stuff that's uh-huh. happening right now. Uh-huh. Gotta tie it all together. Well, it's just like, I feel like people are talking about like maxi culture being toxic. Yeah, 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 right yeah, 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 yeah. And, and then the, the, so like, what's the ideal? Is it like the more like devs approach? You know, it's hard. Okay. So let's, let's like, let's like, let's like tangent. And I think it's like a good tangent. Like, is this a good approach? Like Bitcoin maximalism, like correct or incorrect? Another tenant of Bitcoin maximalism and we're kind of, we're getting up there is like, <laughs> is everything. Oh, D- <laughs> but Bitcoin is a scam. And this is like, this is getting into like the real, like um, that this is getting into the toxic Bitcoin maximalism. See, I kind of believe that. Yeah. So I think, I think this is a really interesting point because I don't think that everything but Bitcoin is literally a scam. Same. Right? But if I'm talking to somebody, and I probably wouldn't tell somebody, I wouldn't use that language, everything but Bitcoin is a scam. Mm-hmm. But if I was, if I, if we're talking about somebody who like maybe isn't super sophisticated, like maybe can't understand a lot of the technical trade-offs, I think that this is the safe, good attitude for them to hold. Yes. If they think everything but Bitcoin is a scam, they're just going to stack sats. Bitcoin is going to go up and down. They're not going to care. They're not going to sell their sats and they're going to be in, they're going to be making the most effective investing and savings decision, like for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Like I don't think that like everything but Bitcoin is consciously a scam, Mm -hmm. but like effectively, I kind of feel like everything but Bitcoin is a scam. And I think that's like, I've thought about this a lot. Like we don't have words for this of saying like, it's not a scam, but it has the structure of a scam. Like the the things that make a scam bad, make like shit coins bad too. It's the same thing as like conspiracy theories, right? It's like, is there like an organized like attempt to have some certain outcome from like some political body? Oftentimes Mm -hmm. not. But, mm-hmm. like, if that is the outcome, right. then, like, does it matter if there was, like, original yeah. intent or yeah. not? Right. You yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, yeah. can you distinguish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, yeah. I think, like, it's, like, useful, like, mythology sort of. Yeah, like- yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Is the Bitcoin, like, even if Bitcoin maximalism is not true, is it, like, healthy for the community as a mythology, yeah. as a prevailing mythology. And I kind of think it, it, like, I don't think that, like, Bitcoin maximalism is inherently toxic. Like, I actually think that, like, mm. being a maxi and just, like, believing in the thing and working towards the thing mm-hmm. and, like, just saying, like, fuck it to all of the, like, other ways that, like, oftentimes are, like, better ways to make money mm-hmm. off of, like, other people or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's, like, just holding to the principles of Bitcoin maximalism, like, probably does produce good yeah. results. I think the toxicity around Bitcoin maximalism is not that they hate other cryptos. Mm -hmm. It's that like there's this like strange culture that is completely separate to Mm -hmm. Bitcoin that like seems to be maxi culture, which is like the steak dinner vibe, which like not even saying that like that intrinsically is bad, like Mm -hmm. being like, I'm a carnivore and like I hate seed oils or like Uh whatever like thing they're fixated on. But like, I feel like there's this association with like Bitcoin maxis that like you also need to be all of these other things that Mm -hmm. like that's I think where the problem comes in is that like 
I, I think like part of my like Bitcoin maximalism is like a belief that Bitcoin's for everyone mm-hmm. or whatever. But you seem you seem like a, a seed oil disrespecter. Uh, right. That you would be really concerned about like just the seed oils are full of microplastics. I right? like kind of I feel like the seed oil thing, like I've yet to really be convinced. But uh-huh. like that sort of like wellness memification, like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm definitely like yeah. like I, I think that like a lot of like the Bitcoin maxi like cultural elements that don't have anything to do with Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. I often do fall into those things, except right. like I'm a chick. So right. it's just like a level of removal already. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't necessarily have a problem with any of those beliefs. Mm-hmm. It's that I think like, they don't need to, we shouldn't tie them together. We shouldn't. Yeah. They shouldn't this, be like, tied cultural, together. Like, yeah. Locus. I think that that like, it excludes people like in a way that I think is, yeah. bad overall like cool. i don't think that like that group of people should right. be like the only yeah i mean people i want that, like, I want, I want the um vegan communists exactly. to use bitcoin exactly like, we want them on board mm-hmm. right because they're the they're the people that we have the most to worry about yeah keep your friends close and your enemies co- close exactly I, I want aoc being like hey bitcoin yeah you know? i mean ultimately like i am pro like wealth redistribution type like i don't Mm -hmm. think it's like good to have like one group of people that's like very sectioned off ivory Mm -hmm. tower style Mm -hmm. in like the elite positions Mm -hmm. and then like everyone else in society being low no let them eat cake like yeah like it's just it's gonna create a bad society like if you have like only a certain political or like cultural identity Mm -hmm. that owns bitcoin Mm -hmm. or is like super invested in bitcoin so like ideally it's spread out yeah ideally yeah 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 yeah. or else you're gonna have a shit society i don't care if bitcoin solves 20 percent or 50 percent of the problems if it creates 20 percent or 50 percent of the problems i have many i have many thoughts on this obviously we disagree a lot about stuff like this but i do definitely agree that like we don't want some like rift forming of the people who have Bitcoin and the people who don't have Bitcoin and, and, and those people who don't have Bitcoin instead of being like, Hey, maybe I should go buy some Bitcoin instead having them be like, Oh no, we need to destroy. Yeah. 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 Fortunately, I mean, hopefully, you know, unlike a lot of other things that divide society, you can just go out and buy Bitcoin. Right. You know, like, I mean, obviously... Well, you can, on, you can also go out and change your opinion on any sort of strongly held political belief that right, you have, right? Right, but you, you know, to a large extent, it's like hard or impossible to change your race or your sex or your sexual orientation, sure. yeah. right? So those things are things that you can imagine rifts forming around them and not, you know... But I think like right now, the problematic rifts in our society are not between the races or the genders or the mm-hmm. sexes or whatever. It's like between like polarity of political opinion. Yeah. And a, I think a lot like, of that, a lot of that is like, is sort of like semi-economic. It's like a rural urban divide to some degree. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I think like the polarity of opinion is like a huge issue. And I think like mm-hmm. the more that we can make Bitcoin, not a polarity of opinion type of issue where mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, me and my friends do this. And like right. you and your yeah. loser friends yeah, own yeah, yeah. this shit coin or I, whatever. Like yeah. when you create this like tribalism, like I think that like the political tribalism is such a huge problem. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think like the only way to get out of it is to opt out. And yeah. like, you know, like I think we have to like evolve past it or something. Fortunately, there are like pretty strong incentives to, um, adopt Bitcoin. Like unlike other things, which are like, maybe there's the other, there's out group and out group does something you like, and you would never do that. It's kind of hard for Bitcoin to remain in the out group. If there's a financial incentive to start using it, if it's like a better savings technology, a better payments technology with lightning, like, I think that is the erosive force that will get people who are no coiners now 
to eventually use Bitcoin. I think they'll just be like, it makes me better off. I think that that's true for like, like that could be true. Mm -hmm. I don't know that that is true because I think there are a lot of people who work against their best interests all Mm -hmm. the time. And like they do it for stupid ideological reasons. Yeah. Like I think there's a lot of people in society that are like completely okay with losing as long as they get to feel like vindicated in their loss. And so if they hate Bitcoin people or they hate Bitcoin or whatever, they'll never buy it even if it ruins their life. I actually disagree. I I know. I think you disagree. Like I, that's, I don't think that people act rationally and I think that's the disagreement. But what I will say is I think like if businesses are adopting Bitcoin, if it becomes easier to pay for things in Bitcoin, to use Bitcoin like mm-hmm. in day-to-day life, yeah. I think that that overcomes a lot of ideological barriers yeah. like in a market way like what you're talking Absolutely. about. Absolutely. Yeah. But I, yeah, yeah, I think on I, an individual basis, yeah, like yeah. people are perfectly fine ruining their lives like, for yeah, stupid reasons. What happens, but a lot of the time people don't really like, they talk the talk, but they don't really walk the walk. You know, you have people who are very, you know, oh, like maybe they're super concerned about the environment. And then you look at their actual lifestyle and it's indistinguishable from the lifestyle of somebody who doesn't have such vocal concerns about the environment. Right. Or I have a lot of friends who are very vocal anti-capitalists. And like, what do they do? They work as software engineers making like 200K a year, uh, like working at like DoorDash or something. Right. right, right? Like, so... But I think like that's where the practical element of like if you just get paid in Bitcoin or you pay in Bitcoin, like mm-hmm. if, if certain like elements of our society just like become Bitcoin dominated mm-hmm. or like, you know, having a savings account in Bitcoin becomes easy and practical to do mm-hmm. all these sort of things. Like I think the more ubiquitous and easy it becomes like, yes, I mm-hmm. agree that like at some point, like the rational elements just mm-hmm. start taking over. Mm-hmm. But as it is right now. Mm-hmm. You have to opt in to Bitcoin, right. even if it's easy, even if you can just buy $5 right. worth very yeah. easily on yeah, your yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah. Like it's still gonna be right crazy now, it's once, like everybody has a bank account. Banks for sure seem like they're going to start letting people buy Bitcoin at some point. Yeah. Right. That's going to be cray. Yeah. When like everybody on like a B of A can just hit like buy $5 with a Bitcoin. Yeah. And that's sort of like my rational maximalist argument is I think like there is like an inevitability of like financial institutions turning Mm -hmm. over to Bitcoin or like big financial players recognizing the utility and value of Bitcoin. And like, I just think that what they decide what like will happen with money is Mm -hmm. what's going to happen. And fortunately, I also think that that like whether they're aware of it or not aligns like with anti-corporate values like, I think they don't realize, like, yeah, what I mean, they're doing to anti Anti-crony capitalism, right? Sure. Like, yes, the yes, yes, easy yeah. money, like... Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. I think they, like, will be a part of their demise in a way that they don't understand because they, like, yeah. are hungry for, like, greed mm-hmm. and independence yeah. from government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just yeah. like, let's go, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> so that, that's sort of, like, my rational, like, maximalism mm-hmm. argument. And then I have, like, you know, I just think the vibes are good. Yeah, the vibes one. are good. Yeah. So. <laughs> Who are your favorite maximalists? Your top... Bitcoin maximalist. I mean, I like hate every, like, I don't like any like Bitcoin okay. influencers. Yeah. Like I, I honestly like just don't vibe really with like, mm, mm. I like the memes. Yeah. I like like the crowd. I mean, cause I feel like the sort of like 4chan style Bitcoin maximalism, uh-huh, like yeah. people making memes, yeah. like people just sort of like being like yeah. trolly on the outskirts. Yeah. Like yeah. I like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, all yeah, about yeah, like yeah, the yeah, stupid yeah. memes, yeah, like yeah. the stupid behavior, yeah. but I, I don't know the kind of, I feel like it's really difficult right now to be like a political or like cultural influencer because mm-hmm. like you're forced to have a hot take about everything. Mm-hmm. Cause like Bitcoin maximalism primarily exists on Twitter and Twitter like incentivizes having a hot take about everything. Mm-hmm. And I think like when you have hot takes about everything, it's like 
maybe there's going to be like one person who like every hot take I mm-hmm. agree with. Mm-hmm. Like maybe Marianne Williamson for me. I like, know that is. Oh yeah, I know who she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like yeah. Crystal Orb lady. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. maybe Marianne Williamson every take she has I agree with. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that's not true. Uh-huh. But like for the most part, like when you're just forced to like generate like hot take after hot take after hot take because mm-hmm. like Twitter is your platform, yeah, which right, like the Bitcoin right. maxis are all like yeah. huge Twitter users. Yeah. It's and they're like, all just engagement farming. They're all exactly. just like, like, just like pump, like a, like, yeah, Bitcoin is good. Like every day, each tweet, just, I mean, that's if like you just translate to like Bitcoin Twitter is good. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, yeah. I don't know. It's just, I don't really resonate with like any of that kind of yeah. culture. And so like. I was just thinking mostly like who are the canonical Bitcoin maximalists. I mean, Michael Saylor. Yeah. The obviously. other guy I think of is um, Giacomo Zucco. Giacomo, Giacomo. Some Italian version of Jack. Jack Zucco. Okay. Um, he's uh, uh, like he's just the forerunning toxic Bitcoin maximalist. Mm-hmm. Like he'll just get in Twitter threads and like just talk shit and just tell everybody to fuck off and that everything is a scam. And that like everything that isn't Bitcoin will be like absorbed into Bitcoin and like. Right. Yeah. Well, Bitcoin maxi culture also, I think, like, subscribes to the same... They would not admit this, but mm-hmm. they subscribe to the same ideology as, like, woke cancel culture, where it's, like, yeah. you have, yeah. like, purity tests Absolutely. for maximalism, yeah, 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 and yeah. once you, like, don't, like, you know, once they cancel you for, mm-hmm. like, yeah. investing in whatever thing, or, like, not yeah. being, like, yeah. a true enough maxi, mm-hmm. it's, like, you're done. Yeah, and I've worried about, like, oh, like, you know, for example, like, I think Ethereum is, like, pretty pretty crappy, like pretty incredibly crappy. Like the development's bad. The technology's bad. A lot of problems there, but I don't think that everything on Ethereum is, is bad. And so like, I think a lot of interesting experimentation is having there happening mm-hmm. there. A lot of like garbage is also ha- happening there. Well, it's a better culture. It's a more open culture for people to like, who maybe aren't like into crypto or it's, into whatever to like build things. Yeah. On top, it's, which it, can be bad it's, because it's, it's like the, they unknowingly create a scam. I, I think but. it's actually just harder to build on Bitcoin. Bitcoin, the tools are a little bit less flexible. Sure. Um, so people naturally, when they, when they want to do something weird, they kind of do it. They gravitate towards Ethereum. Yeah. You know? Well, my sort of feeling, and you probably disagree with this is like, but wait, I, when, okay, but yeah, the sorry, point that I wanted to get to is that yeah. I've just been worried about like, Oh, like maybe I want to do like an Ethereum NFT because I just have some cool art. And I'm like, no, if I do an Ethereum it's NFT, over. yeah. And, and we're not talking like some like 10,000, like eight pictures, like just some cool, like generative art, you know, but I'm like, no, if I do that, I'll be labeled forever as a shit coiner. Totally. Yeah. And well, to be honest, you will be a shit coiner if you do that. Exactly. Like, yeah, 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 <laughs> I'll yeah, cancel yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah, but like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't do that because don't do that. But I, I agree. It's like, it is this like, but it's, it's lame. It's like, like, like there are interesting things happening on Ethereum. Most of them are bad. And most of them are like kind of disastrous, but it is an interesting room for experimentation. And in a way that makes Bitcoin uh, kind of stronger in two ways. One is the more Bitcoin goes, the more Ethereum goes and goes on and like the ecosystem doesn't produce anything of value, the more it strengthens Bitcoin maximalism. The more we can go look at Ethereum, 99% of the things there are garbage. There's not a lot of really useful stuff. And it's like a, it's like a hive of experimentation. So we can be pretty secure that Bitcoin isn't like missing anything. Right. And then the second part is that if something useful, if there is something useful that's developed there, very useful, then we could like add it to Bitcoin. Yeah. But I think like, I mean, I feel like that works for like, uh, 
crypt people who are into crypto right mm-hmm. where it's like yeah okay people who maybe are like they own some bitcoin they own some ethereum they own some like various shitcoin altcoin things mm-hmm. like they will gradually move towards bitcoin the longer that they are like seeing the way things go mm-hmm. but i think for like normies like i have so oh, many yeah, friends who only own ethereum they yeah. don't own any bitcoin yeah, 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 and it's because yeah, yeah, stuff's happening on yeah, ethereum exactly. yeah, and like yeah, they yeah, will get yeah, hurt and burn yeah, from that yeah, yeah. so and that's i think the argument is like yeah, it's more right. like a no coiner like yeah, a normie yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Harm normies, reduction for normies. yeah normies to just buy yeah and it's terrible like the ethereum ecosystem is so tolerant of of tokens mm-hmm. you can do anything on ethereum and attach a token to it and nobody will criticize you and say like hey that token is like unnecessary or that it even makes the project worse right yeah. like ethereum's version of the lightning network is something called Raiden that they sort of started developing at the same time as lightning network because like they can't scale and they the people who are developing Raiden were like hey we're gonna make this lightning network mm-hmm. but you need a token to like send around this like lightning network and everybody was like okay, fine, but it makes the project much worse. It hasn't gone anywhere. Like because of that, because the community is way too tolerant of well, but that's like scam bullshit that's, token. That's scammy, right? Like the, why, I would, why I would, create I would, a token would, because you want like value and yeah, money to come yeah, out of your token. Yeah, like yeah. it is like, I think that's just like a scammy yeah, inclination. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 whether yeah, that's yeah. like consciously being realized in people's brains yeah. or not, it is like yeah. ultimately. Yeah, it's a scam culture. It's a scam. Yeah. Culture. It's a, it's a poisoned culture. It it's is. like it's like yeah, it's not it good. Is. Yeah, yeah. It's too bad. I mean, I, I, there are a bunch of things that will come to Bitcoin. I think that will enable a lot of that kind of wild experimentation. Well, that's why I think you should just like be the Bitcoin NFT guy. Like, just believe in yourself. I, I am. I am. I mean, that's what I'm doing. I like. I came up with a wacky ass way to do NFTs on Bitcoin precisely because I didn't want to get canceled by the Bitcoin maximalists. Yeah. And I and I want to make Bitcoin better, right? Like, I, and and like. Do it out of love, not out of fear. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm. That's the main driver. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it's like it's like I do think it's a problem that Ethereum has all the art. Have yeah. you seen Bitcoin art? Like it's dog shit. It's all like self-referential. It's all like just a big golden bee in like different forms, right? That's not good art, right? It's fun propaganda, but it's not good art. And Ethereum has like all this wild, crazy shit. A lot of the generative art on Ethereum is legitimately good. Mm -hmm. Um, Most of the NFT shit is like terrible, but you know, normies like monkey pictures and it's really sad that they get right. These people who own Ethereum, a lot of them probably were like, oh, I want a monkey picture. And then they're like, oh, what's this like shitcoin, like Ethereum, like I'm going to buy some. Like mm-hmm. we want to funnel those people to Bitcoin. Right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, no, it's, it's, and I think that's like what I mean about like the toxic maximalism. It's like, it's not that like any one belief that they have is intrinsically toxic, like mm-hmm. being a carnivore or whatever, like, you know, yeah. thing. It's like. Yeah give me enough like Jordan Peterson content and I'll probably believe in being a part of that too. You know what I mean? Like it's just, I, I understand how people like, I I'm sympathetic to like the stereotypically Bitcoin maximalist beliefs, mm-hmm. like, because I think I'm like sort of adjacent to it. Mm-hmm. But I think like the problem is like the not having an open tent. Right. Like, yeah, but maybe, I mean, it's like, I guess you could argue that like that also like they're intolerant to scammers. Like, mm-hmm. whereas like right. Ethereum, like they're like, yeah, anyone I mean, the, can be uh, here, including uh, like Ethereum, nefarious people. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, Ethereum, like, Ethereum is a scam in, in the same way, like massive pre-mine, massive crowd sale, yeah. not a fair launch. And that has poisoned the culture from the beginning. Nobody can say to somebody like 
issuing a shitcoin on Ethereum, like, hey, maybe you shouldn't have a shitcoin because Ethereum itself is like so shitcoiny. Yeah. So we're Bitcoin maxis. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm non-toxic. sort of like, I'm like sort of like here. Yeah. We're non-toxic, microplastic free Bitcoin yeah, maximalists. Exactly. BK yeah, exactly. free Bitcoin maximalists. Um, what else? I guess actually what I wanted to ask you about is, I mean, you've been in Bitcoin yeah, for a long time. Since 2013. Yeah. I'm just curious how the culture of Bitcoin maximalism or the culture around Bitcoin, whatever you want yeah, to call it, has yeah. like changed since then. Yeah, it's an interesting question. So I would say that back in the day, you know, I'm thinking back, you know, one early event that I sort of think back to when people ask me, like, what was Bitcoin culture like was uh, 2013. I went to a Bitcoin conference. It wasn't, I don't know if it was a conference. Yeah, like a conference, like event. Um, in San Jose. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was one of the very first sort of Bitcoin events. I think there had been one maybe in Prague. Um, but yeah, one of the first. And sometimes if you, there's this picture of Andreas M. Antonopoulos, who went on to become like a, you know, sort of famous Bitcoin influencer and educator talking to an empty room. And this meme of like, you know, like that, that Bitcoin was like, this is like a picture from like back when Bitcoin was small. Mm-hmm. That was at that conference in San Jose. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there wasn't as much of an identifiable Bitcoin maxi culture. culture. Yeah, like it was like everybody was like kind of into Bitcoin and a lot of people were um, like um, there were some dev types. There were some anti-government types. There were some Internet nerd types. It, Bitcoin maxi culture just hadn't coalesced at that time. And also I feel like the community was um, not as... Um, didn't have the same immune response against shitcoins. Yeah. Um, I remember people talking about altcoins more like openly at that conference. Um, I don't remember the details, but I just remember discussing some of them at that conference. And there wasn't that like all altcoins are scams kind of mentality. A lot of people definitely thought that altcoins were like not going to work and like bad ideas, but like the Bitcoin max, that thing hadn't evolved. And and so... Well, there wasn't money. Like at that time, it's not like there was like huge amounts of money in any like Bitcoin or altcoins right, or right, whatever. Right. Like, yeah. And, and Bitcoin maximalism has developed in reaction to outside events. So yeah, one thing totally. that like one thing that Bitcoin maximalism developed in reaction to was the ICO boom. Right. Mm. Once the once there was the boom of ICOs and all these like shit coins back in, I don't know when it reached its zenith. Like, I feel like I was like 2016, maybe mm-hmm. 2017. There was shit coins everywhere, every kind of shit coin you can imagine. And that's when the when people were like, OK, like prote- to protect normies, we need to not just be like, yeah, I don't think that's going to work. We need to be like, yeah, it's a scam. Everything but Bitcoin is a scam. Right. Stay with Bitcoin. And then the other event was the blo- was the big block, the block size the block wars, the big, the big block, the block wars, just, like, the block size wars, the block size wars. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Where like there was all these like moneyed interests trying to influence Bitcoin, right? And this like sort of core ideology of like toxicity that that we need to fight these people. These people are trying to destroy Bitcoin, and they were. I mean, they were trying to move Bitcoin in a much much worse direction. And that they didn't just need, we didn't just need to have reasoned technical debate in public. Mm -hmm. We need to fight them and we need to fight dirty because they are aggressors. They're aggressing and we need to, we need to attack them and make them retreat. So I would argue that that style of Bitcoin maximalism is not toxic. I think like 
when people talk about, I, I understand. What is toxicity? So, mm, okay. I, I think what makes something, what makes Bitcoin maximal culture, whatever, what makes it toxic is that it's excluding normies and like other people from mm-hmm. getting into Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. I don't think that Bitcoin people being anti shit coins, anti Ethereum yeah. or whatever makes normies anti Bitcoin. Right. I think it makes like shit coiners, Ethereum people, whatever you want to call them. Like right. they don't have a term necessarily crypto right. people right. anti Bitcoin. So I don't think that's, so I think that's where I differ from a lot of people is I think a lot of people think the problem with toxic Bitcoin maximalism is that it makes other crypto people not go to Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. And I think the problem with Bitcoin, like maxi culture is that it makes people not buy Bitcoin that don't have any involvement in crypto. Right. And yep. that to me is more related to like, the personal and political affiliations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like normies yeah. don't care that Bitcoin maxis are like, fuck Ethereum or like fuck Dogecoin or whatever thing. They're right. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. Give normies a don't shit. care. Yeah. They don't need to be. So like, I understand that that's like toxic to other crypto people, yeah, but yeah, I yeah. kind of feel like if you're into crypto, you just should learn and know better. Yeah. Absolutely. Like that's yeah. like, like the not, water's warm. I'm not that sympathetic to people who are like, I hate that Bitcoin maxi people are so mean to me. Uh-huh. Like just cause I have a dot ETH at the end of my username. It's uh-huh. like, whatever. Fuck them. Like get yeah, over yeah, yeah, You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I, I don't care about they that kind of saved. toxic maximalism. What I don't like is like the toxic maximalism yeah. that like is like very like politically. Yeah. Aligned. Well, it's, it's like, it's like there's like toxic ma- maximalism who their form of like toxic ma- maximalism is, is fighting against the shit coiners. Yeah. But most people aren't shit coiners. Most people exactly. are normies. And so they should. Most people are no coiners. So they're, they're no. Co- well, a no coiner is, I think a, a pre coiner, a no coiner is somebody who's anti all crypto. Okay. It's like a pre. They're pre coiners. Yeah. yeah. They're pre coiners. Fiat coiners. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so like they shouldn't be doing something that like repulses this like small minority that attacks a small minority they should be doing something that is appealing to the large majority exactly and like this inside baseball like attacking like this weird like internal like culture war people outside of crypto are going to be like what and if anything people actually i think would be sympathetic to it because i think a lot of people outside crypto hate ethereum and Mm -hmm. nfts and all this kind of stuff like they're like gamers hate nfts yeah they think it's like disgusting Mm -hmm. or like you know they think it's like crony or scammy or like they think the way that a bitcoin maxi does yeah they don't realize that bitcoin is separate from that Mm -hmm. so i actually think bitcoin very fundamentally distinguishing itself from other cryptocurrencies Mm -hmm. is a net positive and i don't think that that's toxic Mm -hmm. like i I feel like if you are a Bitcoiner and you like believe in Bitcoin, like Mm -hmm. you shouldn't be like super into other cryptos or be Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I just, or like you should recognize that like Mm -hmm. there's some sort of moral implication in like being into these cryptos that you think inevitably will fail because like it will hurt people when they fail. Yeah. Right. Like I, I, I think like you should understand that. And if you don't understand that, then like there's something, you know, whatever that's like not clicking and not that like you should be cruel to those people, but Mm -hmm. like I understand like people being argumentative or like disagreeable towards that group. But I think like if Bitcoin distinguished itself from other cryptos, like my mom, my friends, like Mm -hmm. all these people, they don't know that Bitcoin is different from other cryptos. Right. It's all the same. Yeah. 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 I've had so many weird conversations with people where like, they're like, Oh, Bitcoin, like, isn't that like a prototype? And like Ethereum is like way better. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like you go to, you hear Go talk to the best Bitcoin developers and then go talk to the Ethereum developers. Ethereum developers, it's like they're like children. They're like 
moronic children that are like, oh, look, I'm going to make this big tower out of Legos and maybe they'll I solve know. all the problems. I know. I was talking to this guy who's like, I met like a friend of a friend who's like 21 and he's like an Ethereum Solidity developer. Mm. And like, it was really like, I was like, damn, like, I don't even want to like ruin this guy's party. Yeah. Like he's yeah. like a kid. Like he just, it, it's. Yeah. It's, I, I, he didn't know like anything about how anything, do they like, even, like really <laughs> basic things like having like you know okay like proof of stake right hot topic yeah right and like so proof of stake um like if you have if you have 50 percent of the stake and you run a validator you're gonna have 50 percent of the stake tomorrow nobody can do something that causes your stake in the network to go down mm-hmm. whereas proof of work anybody can turn on a bitcoin miner and start competing with you for your percentage rate of hash rate. Like it's an open competitive market. Mm-hmm. And this is like such a basic point. And they're like ETH true believers who I tell this to. And they're like, huh, I never thought about that. Exactly. Like, exactly. It is like, whoa, what are you doing? That's what I mean. Like, I think like the people that like, you know, work in crypto, like mm-hmm. have like a significant chunk of their brain power going towards thinking about these things mm-hmm. who don't realize like, why Bitcoin is better. Yeah. I'm just not that sympathetic to them. Really? I don't yeah. think that you should be mean to them. Like, yeah. I don't think you should be hateful towards them. And yeah. like, I don't think that they're consciously being like scammy or evil or mm-hmm. whatever. But I just, I, I don't feel that sympathetic because I feel like they should know better, mm. you know? Yeah. Or they need to like think a little deeper or something. Mm-hmm. But it's like the normies. Yeah. Like, I feel like the norm, like, don't make it so that like Bitcoin is only a thing for like, Texan libertarian carnivore, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, like, don't yeah, yeah, make yeah. it this like political thing. I, I, do you think like is there anything we can do? Like, I mean, how can we like? I'm like you're not typical Bitcoin. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. being some representation to the community. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. I just get think, some estrogen up in this bitch. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, like, I mean, I feel like this is controversial and I don't know people don't like when I say this but like I think like Bitcoin culture being on Twitter is hugely destructive yeah like, I agree I think Twitter agree. sucks yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's the Anything easiest is... way to nuke your movement yeah, like and, yeah, and yeah. you just it's Bitcoin maxi culture like it being on Twitter which is like designed Twitter for like just hot takes so and toxic. it's the worst yeah. Twitter so it's like I think like the toxicity of Twitter is a lot of why Bitcoin maxi culture is toxic mm-hmm. and I think like yeah. having your culture be on Twitter like that's exactly what happened defined to, like, by Twitter yes. like that is the culture yes and yeah. that's like the exact same thing that happened to like journalism and like that mm. sort of like woke leftism like right. all of it was on Twitter and yeah. it all became so like stupid and pointless and toxic mm-hmm. and like now like saying something like social justice which has meaning and like mm-hmm. I actually like think I believe in social justice but mm-hmm. like I can't even say that anymore because social justice is like such a stupid meme at right. this point yeah and it's because of like Twitter and the culture around Twitter and like mm-hmm. the people that are like social justice warriors right. like on Twitter. Yeah. yeah and I think yeah, like yeah. that's like a where do you tell a normie to go to get like the good Bitcoin culture, you know? I try to just talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, <laughs> money podcast. What do you what do you do that scales? You know? Like no, that's the know. problem is that Twitter scales, right? Twitter yeah. can reach everybody. Everybody just plugs into the the internet hate machine, you know? I mean that's like partially why I want to have this podcast, mm, you know? Yeah. Like cause I do think like long form conversation gets around it. I agree, know? I agree, yeah. And, and and like, you know, if when when you have podcast episodes where you have Bitcoin maximalists on the podcast, mm-hmm. their views are much more nuanced than 100%. they percent. Yeah, and they hundred percent. Yeah, like I mean Twitter, like it like okay, you have like two hundred and forty characters to respond. 
you can't have a nuanced point. You have to just dunk on your opponent as hard as you can in like the simplest terms. You have to quote tweet something yeah. somebody stupid said and yeah. then dunk on them so yeah. that everyone can reply and yeah. tweet. Like it's just like yeah. such a shitty platform. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's yeah, the yeah. deal with Urbit? Like, What's the deal with like, Urbit? Bring it all back to Urbit. Yeah, I mean Urbit is like I don't literally don't know anything. In about some ways, Urbit, that was a good transition. I don't know if you meant it because like no, Urbit I, is like <laughs> Urbit is like kind of the solution to all these problems. That's why I'm asking. Like, is it yeah. like could like Bitcoin people be into like Urbit or like some sort of like alternative social media? Like yeah, Urbit's yeah, something yeah, I yeah, think yeah, of like yeah. that like would create a better culture. Just yeah, intrinsically I mean that would be awesome. Like, so yeah, so Urbit. I mean, people probably don't know Urbit is this project that was started like 12 years ago, maybe longer, who knows? I think it's older than Bitcoin. Um, and it's a project to sort of build this computer. And when I say computer, I really just mean operating system mm -hmm. to build an operating system that really keeps the user in control. Everything is like you like authenticate everywhere with private keys. There's no server client dichotomy where like, you know, the, 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 your, your your Twitter client just like snuffles at the trough of the Twitter server, mm -hmm. right? It's it's a P2P architecture where everybody's a peer on this network exchanging content, basically. Um, and your friends, you everything is authenticated by private key, and so it's very secure. Um, yeah, that's the model. Um, so far, it has not taken off. There's sort of hardcore Urbit people who yeah. run Urbit and you can, you can get an Urbit ship right now. That's sort of the name for an Urbit computer. You can get an Urbit ship and run it. And sort of, it's like, uh, I want to plan it. Cause I like that. Yeah, Urbit's you can get a like planet. kind of astrology. Yeah. 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 I mean, don't you want a star? <laughs> yeah. But isn't that really expensive? Yeah. It is kind of expensive. Yeah. Someone give me a star. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, some <laughs> hell money podcast simp send Aaron a star. Yeah, exactly. And not an empty star. It should have all its planets. Mm -hmm. Okay. I want so many. I want to create lore about my planet. Yeah, 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 yeah. The gods of different or, archetypes. Or, or, That's my new polytheism. Aaron will probably turn into an. If you send Aaron a star, she will turn into an Urbit influencer. Yeah. So 100%. you should do it. It would be good for Urbit, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I bring up Urbit. I, I feel like we can talk about whatever Urbit and. But no, no, no. Thing, no but like, I bring it up just yeah, to be like, I feel like we need to be thinking yeah, outside of the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean. If Bitcoin is this like truly revolutionary force for good, like why are we constrained to have the entire discourse and culture of it happen on like literally the worst yeah, social media platform right, yeah. for discourse? Yeah. Well, I mean, like it, it sucks. one, one problem in general is that it's just like Twitter is this, um, it's, it's very easy. It's very scalable. It's people don't have to put a lot of effort in. They just like pump out a, a shitty little tweet and that's, that's their not aligned with hard money values. Uh, that's fiat shit. Yeah, I mean, it, it is. In your it is fiat shit, but th like that's getting the, your retweets. Yeah, I mean, the problem is that a lot of the time, fiat is like sometimes it's what wins, you know, in this like low effort, like low quality. I just think if you're a true Bitcoin maximalist, mm -hmm. you shouldn't be into it. You know, you should have to work for your right. retweets. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, want hard money social media. People are making attempts at this. So there's something called Noster, which is like a alter, kind of an alternative to Twitter, but it runs in a peer-to-peer -peer way. There's all there's a lot of projects, a lot of experiments. There's Secure Scuttlebutt, which isn't really it's like a messaging thing mm -hmm. like Twitter, but it's like more private, more secure. There's alternative to Twitter. So there's like Mastodon um, mm -hmm. that like people have made like an alternative Twitterverse of these independent Twitter islands that can connect to each other. There's Urbit, like as we talked about. I think Urbit has some technical deficiencies that are going to make it hard to catch on, even though I'd like it to. Um, but this is a this is a world problem, not a Bitcoin problem. I, I agree. Yeah. And I we agree. just need to like. 
fortunately there's experimentation and I hope something, something good comes along. I want something that like, I, I just want a way, a really good, like semi public way to connect with my friends that yeah. isn't quite a public blog and it isn't quite Twitter. That's some kind of like hybrid where it's like a blog that's really for my friends and that my friends comment on and not like Twitter. Like if it was, if there was like long form Twitter with better privacy controls, mm -hmm. I'd be into that. I'd be yeah. really into that. Yeah. I mean, I think like part of like the problem with Twitter, I mean, you're talking about like basically a place for you to hang out. Yeah. I yeah. think like Twitter is like not, it is a place where people hang out because yeah. they want connection. But it's the public but it's, square. It's the public square in like the dumbest yeah. form. Like yeah. it's all about like engagement farming and yeah. like putting the take in that will get you the most like retweets, likes, whatever. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, I sound like such a boomer, taken? but it's just like... Posting taken? What? Did you say posting taken? We'll get you the more retweets or likes? Hot takes. Oh, hot takes. I don't okay, know. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what I said, but that's what I meant. Just like posting your yeah. like stupid hot take yeah. It's going to get like yeah. the most angry. Like it's just, I mean, whatever. Again, I sound like a boomer, but I just like think it's so... That's like where I think a lot of the toxicity lies. Mm -hmm. And that like just creates this like toxicity in the Bitcoin culture because it's all on Twitter. Mm -hmm. I mean, like maybe this is not the solution either, but I think like meetups help like my meetups introduction yeah. to the bit, like, cause when I got into Bitcoin, like, like really into like Bitcoin exclusively mm -hmm. yeah. was like because of meetups, like, because I was into like crypto and I kind of like felt like Bitcoin, like I didn't really understand that like crypto mm -hmm. and Bitcoin, like, as I said, like I didn't understand it was like that different. Like mm -hmm. I kind of knew that Bitcoin was like the one, like mm -hmm. I, that was like, if anyone asks like, what's your favorite, mm -hmm. I'd be like Bitcoin, like, uh -huh. <laughs> you know, but like, I didn't like really know that there was like this antagonism between like mm -hmm. Bitcoin and Ethereum or anything right. else. Like yeah. I didn't really like know, like I thought like the lore behind Bitcoin was intriguing and I mm -hmm. thought it was like cooler, mm -hmm. um, which is like so ridiculous to say because everyone else thinks Ethereum is cooler, but uh -huh. like, I don't know. I'm not that into like tech culture. I'm uh -huh, more into right, like right, yeah. off the grid. Like yeah. I like like yeah. the Bitcoin mining and like all of like just Bitcoiners are like cool to me. Uh -huh. And so like I started going to meetups for crypto and Bitcoin mm -hmm. and it was going to Bitcoin meetups that made me be like, wow, Bitcoiners are smart. Bitcoin is cool. Mm -hmm. I want to be like into this and mm -hmm. not into like the rest of the shit. Yeah. And like, I don't know, ideally that's like what a Bitcoin culture creates is like something that like people are into and is like intellectually stimulating and like thought provoking and cool. And mm -hmm. like, I don't know, maybe, you know, meetups in person are not like a solution for the digital age, but mm -hmm. I do think that like the culture around Bitcoin meetups helps a lot mm -hmm. for yeah, sure. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. But You're lucky that you didn't get like sidetracked into some other, into some shit coin. I mean, it that, just that sucked. Like, you didn't turn into like an Ethereum hoe. Yeah, but I just don't like the culture of it. Like, it just yeah. wouldn't have happened. Yeah, like, I am yeah. a Bitcoiner. You yeah, know? right. Yeah, you're more of a Bitcoiner than I am. Exactly, frankly. yeah, like, culturally. Like, yeah. I think, like, I just, it wouldn't have, like, stuck with me. Yeah, I'm just, like, yeah, I've kind of looked at everything, and, like, it doesn't work. Bitcoin kind of works the best. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, like, Bitcoin was an astrologically created phenomenon, the second coming. Yeah, like, yeah, it's replacing yeah. Jesus, you yeah, know, like. Yeah, <laughs> that might be a good note to end the pod, because yeah. next pod astrology bitcoin horoscope we're going bitcoin astrology yeah. i'm the expert now which yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are the what are the things that we're going to read the horoscope of i mean the genesis block definitely the genesis block. satoshi well how would i know that i don't know who satoshi is how would i know i don't even know satoshi's name how am i going to know his time and place of birth yeah right, right. i can I mean, only do bitcoin things and like i i 
I'll figure out the best way to present it. Okay. But I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be really good. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun. Yeah. So yeah, so that's you know my. And I should read that book beforehand, the astrology book that you want. Yeah, to read. good luck. It's pretty long. Read through it. Yeah, yeah, skim, skim, skim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. All right. Well, let's let's end it then. I guess. Look forward to that. Uh, yeah. Bitcoin astrology. <laughs> yeah, fortifying my toxic Bitcoin maximalism with mm, my yeah, with toxic some mystical astrological. Spirit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Um, I hope that we provided a nuanced and a mm-hmm. open yeah. and interesting. Forty-five minutes talking about Italy and the uh, the Roman Empire. Yeah. <laughs> I think that added a lot of depth. Yeah. And also, you know, like the Bitcoin, they call themselves plebs, the plebeians. Exactly. Right? There's so many. And times. you need plebeians. What do they need? They need a mythology. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. Bitcoin. Yeah. yeah. That's Jesus. That's Jesus. Yeah. And yeah, we'll make the dolly and that'll be the new, like, I'll put that on my ceiling so yeah. I wake up to it every yeah, morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, thanks for listening. Yep. See you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye.